Uh, we're drunk as fuck. If you're going to stick with this episode, you're fucking on your own, buddy. We love you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of One Shot Dungeons. I am Kyle, your host, here <laughs> with Jacob, the co-host. Uh, right. Today we're doing something a little different. We're doing a double shot of One Shot Dungeons. Yeah, we're just recapping episodes 1 through 20. I think uh, we'll probably do this a little bit more frequently, maybe every 10 episodes, just to kind of mash all that information down. So if you're coming in hot off the press, <laughs> I don't know. That was a terrible way. Yeah, that. yeah. if you're coming in just now, <laughs> uh, we can break it down so you don't have to listen to all 20 episodes if you don't want to. Yeah, or if you just love listening to our voice, here's a little bit more of us talking for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> we don't know. I, I didn't mean to fuck your ears. <laughs> uh, you know, this is something a little different, something we've done for the first time. So if you absolutely hate this, feel free to reach out on social media. Uh, if there's enough overwhelming hate, we'll listen to you. If there's only like one or two of you, we'll probably just keep doing it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As always, uh, reach out to us through email, uh, through all of our social media. You can find us at One Shot Dungeons on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Yeah, and check out our website, OneShotDungeons.com. Yeah. It's got some of our social media linked on that as well. Yeah, and, uh, previous you, guests. Yeah, you can see all the previous guests and their projects and stuff that they're working right. on. Right, all the links to their websites and stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, roll through that. Um, so in the light of doing this double shot podcast, Kyle's great idea was to do a double shot. Yeah. So we're doing a double shot today. <laughs> In honor of all the episodes we've had. Yeah. We've been going for a few months. It's exciting. Yeah. Look at us go. All right. So cheers, buddy. Cheers. To another 10 to 20. Quite a bit. It was like two. It wouldn't end. No. It was like two gulps. I swear that it's smaller in the double shot glasses. <laughs> you can shoot it like a flute. Yeah. We do it in cups, you guys. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, we don't have the fancy glasses. Mm. At least it's good whiskey. Yeah. But can you even taste it when we're doing it that big? <laughs> I don't know. And now I switched to champagne. That's good for you. It's a celebration. <laughs> is that what you did? Yep. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, funny. I was sticking with beer last time. I'm not doing my classic mixed drinks. Oh. All right. So, let's just start at the beginning, yeah? Yeah. All right. This is going to be different to start in. So, episode one, the very beginning, is when I wake up in prison. Yeah. You and uh, Colgrath, yeah, played by Alex. Jerry. Jerry? Wasn't Jerry the name of his axe or something? He went by Jerry. But then once he got his axe back, he's like, actually, it's my axe. His name's Jerry. So that was he, a pretty good little voice for him. He yeah. almost did it. <laughs> yeah, I almost got him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'll just call him Jerry for this episode, or recapping on this. Um, so, he wake up in jail. He was a uh, Goliath. Goliath. Right. Yes. Very big. Gray skin, tattoos all over. And he went to prison because, on a bounty? Like, he was he, running some bounties. That he shouldn't have been? 
Yeah, you got it. Caught up in a little bit of a kerfuffle, well, a mess, right? Of sorts, and, and well, because uh, he was magic like the rest of us, so maybe that's what somewhat. Got it was more like his rage was mm-hmm. just so fucking strong that the guards were like, "This guy's too much to handle." I mean, the Witten Empire likes to overstep their bounds a bit as is, right? So who knows why he really got there? Yeah, and then you guys eventually you were attempting to kind of plan a prison break, and then no, well, shit we, yeah, because we went out to the the prison yard. We yeah. met Tony the Lizard Man was like the only thing we did out there because we just took so much time just talking and bullshit and yeah. then like the queen witten was in the the uh, statue yeah and yeah. we thought he's like oh it's a god but it was actually the queen witten or whatever how he broke it down is all yeah got kind of confusing yeah <laughs> and then uh that's when i first meet the daughter of seagrath montaigne yes zoe zoe that's right the deaf girl yeah so we meet her she spits on alex or jerry yeah for no reason. <laughs> just because he's... I think just he was g- waving towards her. And yeah. I mean, you got to act tough in prison. Yeah, yeah. Of course so she's got to do that. Spits on him. Keep her shit going. Yeah. So they end up... We get uh, kind of bombarded by mech suits blowing up the prison. Then we kind of escape from there. And as we're leaving, uh, Jerry, or Colgrath Bearstalker, kind of gives me a couple of different directions to go with. And that's when I first learned of the name Peggy. Or not Peggy. <laughs> uh, Elaine. Elaine. Yep. And so... That's kind of where we ended on the first one. Yeah. And then, you know, we flow into episode two. Yeah, after you're up. leaving the prison, yeah, you're pick uh, up right where we left off. wandering through the forest for a bit of time, and you stumble not, across the camp. Yeah, not, well, not even a, not, not even a, that long. No, it's <laughs> maybe 40, 50 minutes yeah, probably, yeah, realistically. Like, he's right yeah. there. D&D <laughs> time seems weird because it's like, oh, we take a week, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, it's been 20 minutes, yeah, so yeah. what happens now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, come up with that camp, and I think the first thing I see is two dead guys. And then Rango sitting on the yeah, it was like a him log. sitting on a log around a campfire, and two guys laying just a bloody mess at the at his feet, basically. And he's like, I was like, what happened here? He's like, I marked him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit! All right, well, good thing I just changed my outfit in the last one because I don't know if you're just killing prisoners or what. Yeah, it's a really hard one to get to know that guy at first because that was with I uh, didn't know he was gonna kill me or not. It was Sean. Sean, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, that was his. Kind of his first time. No, well, he played a few times with us beforehand. He played one one shot for our private campaign. Yeah, and I think he's you hosted all... that one actually. The one he did play. Oh yeah, the one terrible the one. <laughs> the yeah. one I've hosted. It was terrible. Yeah, uh, but he's been on uh, a lot of sit-ins. He just likes to listen to us. He watches play. us yeah. play a lot. Yeah, he's a cuck, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like he's gonna listen. and we should reiterate alex the previous who we were talking about in the last one he plays in our weekly campaign uh for the last few years now he took a little bit of a break but he's yeah yeah because he went back to school but we'll kind of talk about how we know the guests somewhat and right slide through that but uh so yeah so yeah so you stumble along the camp i tell him that i have to go meet i'm looking for elaine and he and i knew the town that elaine was in which was uh agendash is the island you were on it's throg's camp Throg's camp. Yeah. So he knows where Throg, Throg's camp is. So we're traveling to go to Throg's camp. And then on our way, we hear screaming. And of course, I go check it out. <laughs> and you're an adventurer. You yeah, yeah, I guess. I could be <laughs> I could be a little like selfish. Like, fuck it. I got, I'm on my own time. So we check it out. It's a farmhouse. It's a barn a lot of shit. We see uh, a woman die as we get there. Kill some guys. Go in the house. There's a little girl named Nadia. 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 Uh, so, was she out? She was inside the house, right? Yeah, she was upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So, meet Nadia. Uh, 
kill those guys. I think Rango got fucking busted up in the face, right? He got a fireball to the face. Yeah, he actually he charged in quick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I want to say he took a bit of damage oh, there. Oh, because I was fucking, I was digging you a grave. You were outside digging a grave. <laughs> and like, I'm going to go upstairs and check it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, classic split the party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even a split the party, though. You're such a close location, but you separate yourself with a few walls, and that starts to count. Right, yeah. right. Well, and 30 feet movement yeah. uh, upstairs. I think it took me a, a turn or two to get up there. Yeah. But he, took, he takes a fireball to the face. Meet Nadia. We're looking for a dad. We go into the the mill next door to yeah. the place yeah yeah and he's dead i think there was one guy in there yeah i think he was like split the fuck open too or something yeah just ravaged so i think i kill the guy in there yeah probably and then i just uh, assume one of you two <laughs> yeah <and then> run, <laughs> run back to the main house yeah and then i think sean goes to bed or rango goes to bed because he's fucking almost dead because he just took a flame to the face and then i stay up with nadia trying to talk and like get some more information yeah and she's like I'm like, no. so, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so where are you going? Like, your parents are dead. Do you have any family living by? And she's like, oh, I got a family or aunts and uncles, like, yeah. five so, cities that I, north. I, I got a, like, I got my uncle who lives just a few roads up. and Not roads. It was like a whole. A few miles. It was a couple of towns. It's a little island. <laughs> True. <laughs> Actually, I just thought about that. I didn't want to have her travel on her own. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, there's a bunch of prisoners who just escaped. Right. Exactly. That was my thought. And so I didn't meet all of them. I don't know if they were all just good people like myself. And like (laughs) Colgrath. And Colgrath. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two out of 50 or 100 doesn't really count. Yeah. So we take Nadia on with our adventures, go up. We make it to uh, Throg's camp, and you've got Duncan Stonewall. Stonewall or Stonegate? Duncan Stonewall. Duncan Stonewall. Just me and him, the banter. I love that. It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Up on the wall. Yeah. And so <laughs> I think that's where we end it. Sean shows me, or Ringo shows me the- The passage into the The grate, yeah. and then I hop in the grate. Head on in. Oh, but I leave Nadia. You left Nadia at, at the gate yeah. with Duncan Stonewall. Yeah. And then you head to the gate. Yeah, because I had to check on her, because I didn't know who the fuck Duncan Stonewall was, so yeah. I can't just leave her behind. And holy shit, that shot is hitting- now (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's episode two uh we'll combine three and four this one we played with uh chris who played as ekra ekra and we put the two together just because we ended three on such like three went long and it ended on like in the before the battle i believe or just after the battle and it's like we can't just have him like I can't have write him out like, okay, he just walks away. Cyprus, <laughs> what are you doing now? But Chris also, he's another guy who plays in our uh, private game, yeah. our weekly game for the last few years now. He's part of it. And uh, yeah, this is, we brought him in for this episode as once we were getting going. And uh, so I meet. Yeah, you stumbled through the sewer grates and, right, and I you meet fell asleep, woke up on the other end of oh. the sewer grate and his back is kind of leaned against the sewer grate, and you start picking his pockets. Yeah, but keep in mind, adventure. I don't know it's him. Because <laughs> every time, it's like, who are these people? Who who are they going to be? Because sometimes I'll meet other... The first pe- person I meet isn't exactly the character I'm going to be playing with. So I was like very confused. Like, okay, this is just some random guy, and so I'm going to pick his pockets. There's a key to this grate. <laughs> Turns out there is no key to the fucking grate. It's just a fucking latch that it's I get to... handle. Yeah, yeah I'm going <laughs> to turn myself... He uh, definitely called you a thief quite a few times. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not sl- to call you one once you're digging through his pockets while he's asleep. Right, right. And so I wake him up, digging into his pockets. Uh, then you ask where Elaine is, or you end up telling him basically what right, you're doing. Right, 
you need to find the girl who you brought here. And oh, you also need to meet with Elaine. Right. And then he's trying to tell me that I have to blend in with. Ye- yep. <laughs> I have to blend in. Like, you look too good for this. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, he wanted me to rub oil on my face. Rolling mud. No, he wanted to rub, put oil on my face. Yeah. Like, but I already said I wanted to rub or roll in mud. Yeah. And so I ended up rolling in the mud. And then you put oil on your face. Or did you not? I didn't do that. Because it was too much, too close to blackface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he ripped your jacket. He ripped a sleeve off your jacket. Right. Yeah. And then he gave you a poncho anyways. So you yeah. basically ripped your jacket <laughs> for, for no reason. reason. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dick. So I have the sleeve. I still have that sleeve in my pocket. I've never tailored my suit. No, yeah. <laughs> I've kept that in mind. <laughs> yeah. I've just one sleeved all the yeah. way through. And I should have told that to uh, Madrill later on. So I think we go through some shit. We go to Elaine's house. She's got some hoodlums messing well, with. Yeah. Messing he also with. tells you oh, that's that her name is Peggy. Right. Oh, it's a term of endearment. Yeah, she's it, Peggy. She's yeah, a yeah. nice lady. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. And yeah. then <laughs> I go in there. I'm like, oh, hey, Peggy. Oh, no, I don't even say that. He's trying to convince me the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 you got to call her this. <laughs> it's because she has a peg leg. Yeah, yeah. So you're making fun of her disability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little did I know. I don't yeah. even think I saw the peg leg. I don't think yet. Yeah. Not at the time. I think I left it in the clip where he's trying to explain to me, like, no, 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 stop. You got you to gotta call her this. Yeah. And so I finally call her Peggy, and then she, and then she says. <laughs> and what the fuck do you mean by that, though? <laughs> yeah. So after I call her Peggy. She... I believe you guys go to Nadia's before then, right? Oh, so yeah. After she says, what the fuck do you mean by that? She's dealing with some, oop, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> after she says, what the fuck do you mean by that? We go. And I promised Nadia that I would go and check out. Check on her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so. She basically told you, fuck you at the game. And then you're like, I'll check on you. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I check on her and I left her in a shithole. It was an orphanage. Yeah, but not a good one. I mean, it's a camp. A very large bandit style camp. Yeah. So you can't expect fucking the Royal Emirates. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she was doing all right. Yeah. She basically so I... told you to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we sneak out of there because the headmaster of the orphanage was just like crazy. I didn't want to deal with her on the way. I believe out. so. Yeah. Yeah. So we just snuck out, um, and then she flipped me off as I'm walking away. Yeah, possibly. Nadia did. Oh, Nadia. Nadia yeah. definitely did. Yeah. I think yeah. meant the headmaster. Yeah. Nadia. Because that, that was my yeah. thing for like a quick second, like flipping people off as I walk away <laughs> on her back, and then she did it, and I haven't done it since. Yeah. I've been betrayed by my own move. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so then you guys go to the little house that Peggy needed help with. Right, the little hoodlums. Yeah. And Chris was thinking, or Ekro was thinking, that they're like teenagers. Yeah. But they're like, they're in their 20s. Yeah. Just being dickheads. They're just young, young adults. Right. Assholes, kind of. And we should have just killed them there, but we we just said, oh, well, we'll take Expected you, you to. Yeah, yeah, we'll take you to the blood dome. Yeah. And so that's why it ended or lasted a little longer than. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They were being assholes to you guys, though, as well, and calling you out, even though you kind of fucked up some of them. Right. We intimidated, uh, like, two or three of them. Yeah. And then we go to the leader's room. Yeah. And he'd try to, we rolled shitty. And yeah. And so he's like, all right, fuck you, we'll, we'll do this. Yeah. And so we take him to the blood dome. And then you guys go to the blood dome, kill him, I believe. Yeah. And then after that, we just, like, party. Yeah, you guys got shit-faced. Yeah. We'd get drunk. Did we, we just continued on that night. We didn't do two different recordings. Or did we just... uh, no, we did. Oh, we so did? the next day, we hopped in with another recording. Because oh. that one went two, or two hours. Yeah, it was long. And the first one, we edited it down to an hour or so. 
And then the next day we did about two hours of recording and we knocked that or maybe a little less hour and a half hour yeah. close to there. And we edited it down right about an hour, right about on time. Yeah. yeah. We try to keep them at an hour. Some of them last an hour and a half. Yeah. But then we have two that are an hour and a half. Yeah. But it's like easier to do that than separate it and throw out a midweek episode of 30 minutes. Right. Right. I don't know. Maybe keep the people hooked. Let us know. <laughs> um. You like those cliffhangers? <laughs> uh, yeah. So you guys went and partied. Uh, Ekra picked up some women of the night, I believe, or he just kind of, they he didn't pay for them. He just met some girls, but I believe they were from a strip club. Yeah. They weren't women of the night. They were just strip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I believe you guys got into a little bit of a fight in the alleyway. Kind of, and then uh, you guys gambled your way out of it? Shit, no. So what happened was, because we were gambling at the club. Yeah. And then they thought we were cheating, because we knew they were cheating, but we didn't know because we rolled too low. Yeah. I mean, they weren't cheating. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling insight, and they're like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so they end up catching us up in the alleyway, and we did like a like an honest, true bet just yeah straightforward like a real shit in the alleyway right, right. yeah and we had uh one of the ladies confirm it yeah so that was good oh yeah one of the yeah she like checked the cards and everything beforehand right, and right. followed through yeah and so then after that we meet so we, we well, you guys went back to his house well before we got to his house like we just did the deal with those guys rolled okay and then we got the snappers hey boys oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what they what were they doing again, dude? I don't can't remember. We're that. the snapping boys, or yeah, something like something, that. Something shitty. <laughs> the rowdy boys, or some shit like. Howdy, that. we're the bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just, like snapping, <laughs> and I snap with them, and they're loving it, and they <laughs> they let us through. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. I love that one. Uh, I forgot about that. I mean, it's been months, so it's hard to remember right. some of this little stuff. So yeah, we've started recording in October. And our first episode released November 29th. Yeah. And now we had a good backlog, and now we're doing week to week. (laughs) We've got shit to catch up on. Yep. Yeah, so you ran into the snappers, and then after that, you guys headed back to his house, and I believe that's where we ended that episode, right? Right. Yeah. He said he's going to get spanked by a gnome and whatever, so (laughs) (laughs) we we laughed, or I laughed. I think I just slept outside his house. Yeah, you slept outside the house. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. You woke up and headed towards the gate. Episode five, five. you leave Throg's camp and you run into a mech. Yeah. And it, well, on while your way out. As you're on your way out, you kind of find a cart to yeah. heading up to Hag and Dash. Well, because we drank so much the night before, I'm hungover. Yeah. And so I'm, my rolls are at like disadvantage. I'm rolling ones and I'm fucking throwing up on the way to get to yeah. uh, this cart. Because I'm like, shit, I need a ride. Yeah. So I finally make it to the car after fucking trying so hard. And I'm, I meet the uh, the mech, which would a war be forge. a warforge. We should more say. Yeah. yeah. And that would be uh, other Chris. Yeah, our other buddy Chris. He's never played with us. Never played D&D in his life. Um, that's what we kind of run across a lot. But right. we love it. I mean, shows you how easy D&D is to get into. So if you're out there listening and like, oh, I've never played, but I love listening. It's like. This is how easy this shit is. Right. Like, right. There's a lot of, there's a curve of like, oh, what do my attacks do? But it's yeah. all just role playing. It's definitely a little intimidating knowing like, wait, I can do anything. I can say anything. It's like, say, <laughs> yeah. and this kind of shows you because Chris, you can, 
Chris did a lot with this. He yeah. he did a lot more talking. There wasn't as much fighting involved in this one, but right, yeah. Because I I finally make it up to the cart. I yeah. meet him, and his name was Ochris. Yeah, and so I finally make it to him. He's like just fucking gold plated, masked up kind of. Yeah, he was a different different style warforged than what you'd seen at the prison. The prison were all kind of silver skinned with wood connecting themselves this one was like a gold-plated one and he was more of a first gen right but his eyes still were a different different shade they were almost like a whitish whitish gold as well right and uh yeah so you guys continued on traveling for a bit of time got to know each other for a little bit right and, and then we meet the we see a guard and a bear or not kind a bear. of a little bit of a fight going on between right. some guards and uh yeah i believe it might have been a bear was it a bear or was it a it was an animal bugbear uh, it might have been a bugbear. Might have been a bugbear. Yeah. Some sort of a beast. We're going back four months from now. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, we, we might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think Ochris finds a book in the guard's satchel or wherever on his body. Yeah, on the dead body of him. Yeah. And then it's got my face on it, but I don't know that he knows that I'm a That criminal. you're him because you've shifted. Haven't uh, you at that point? No. Oh, you hadn't? Uh-uh. Okay. Because he, he just, he saw it, and he just tucked it away and kept going. He never brought it up. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't, yeah, I didn't know I could shave <laughs> shift at that point. Yeah. And so, we kill the bear, we go on, I think we just burn the shit out of that guy. Yeah, you fucked him up somehow, I'm sure. Yeah. And then yeah. we finally make it, oh, we're almost to the gates, and then we come up with some bandits. Well, I believe you were headed to Hagendash Harbor, originally. That was the plan. And then you come across the T in the road with the guards. Oh, because I think on episode three, Peggy or Elaine told tell- you, oh, you can get off the island by going to Hagendash Harbor. Right, because I wanted to go you to- can find a boat. Amadeus? Yeah. Amandus. 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 I want to go to Amandus. Amadeus. Because- Amadeus. <laughs> Amadeus. Because <laughs> I want to go to Amadeus. Amandus. Amandus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to go to Amandus because- uh, that's where my crew is, or my original crew, because I had the pocket watch with the insignia of... Yeah, you the... somewhat kind of know, but you didn't know the red hand. Yeah. 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 I get requested from Zgrath Montaigne to go to the Hagenash Harbor, or not Hagenash Harbor, right off the harbor. I don't think anybody... You don't know Zgrath at this point. Well, I get requested to go well to meet him. So, during the guard fight with you and Okris, the guards are... Kind of fucking you guys up for a minute. And then <laughs> yeah, yeah. a few Warforged emerge from the side of the forest mm-hmm. and they begin fucking the guards up from behind. They kind of flank them as you two are kind of fighting your way. Because you tried hiding underneath some shit. I think you rolled poor stealth or something. Chris might have rolled poor deception. The, gu- the guard just stabbed He me. stabbed you through right, a haystack right. and fucking hit you dead on. And then at that point you guys got into a fight. After that, the mechs then come in, the Warforged, and then they all go green-eyed. Like, the ones who came in were green-eyed, and then all of a sudden, after the fight, Okris was green-eyed as well, matching the same as others, and they all just began pointing arms straight forward down a path. Right, and then uh, Okris's eyes kept flickering back and forth. And he'd, like, speak to you every now and then, and then it would go green, and he wouldn't say anything and just point his arm out, matching the others. Right. And then that led you to the gates. And at the gate, you could see a large path leading up a trail to a house on top of a cliff right. end at the edge of this island. And I think Okris dips at that point. Uh, he just stayed there. 
Oh, pointing. Green-eyed, yeah. yeah. His eyes, like, stopped flickering and just went straight green, this glowing neon green matching the other mechs as well. As they pointed, one of them opened up the gate for you, and then it kind of led in to episode six. Right. And episode six was... A midweek. A midweek episode drop with just you and me. Right. And that's where you met the man himself. Yep, I met Zegrath Montaigne. I go up to the... It's kind of on an incline to his front doors. Yeah. They open up the doors. Kind of swayed through a forest. Yeah. And And then I go into his office. He gives me a letter and a quest, a quest to get information on the Witten Empire because they're doing some shady shit. Yeah. So he just wants some gossip to get people against the Witten Empire. And so after that, I'm just kind of roaming around, getting an idea of who this guy is. This is the first time I'm meeting him. Um, I go to the diner, eat some food, try to escape to get some more information like Snoop. There's so many Warforged there that I can't do anything. They follow you. Yeah. They're tied on you. <laughs> yeah, they, the whole time. Yeah. Um, He said, well, he's, he told me not to stoop around, but. He said, course, do not go to my, he said, you don't need tower. to go to my lab. Yeah. Basically. And, I and the lab to... the whole time from up top, you could see it from the ground level was glowing green at the very top. So it was like a five story tower on the left side of this large building. Right. And the windows around that would glow green. Right. And then the mansion itself was off to the right of it. So, yeah, after trying to escape, I can't. And so I go back through the main corridor and then I meet for the officially Zoe, which was a recall back to the first episode, which was the girl that spit on Colbrath Bearstalker. Yeah. And so trying to get some information, I didn't realize that she was deaf right away. Yeah. And then I. Got papers, wrote some notes back and forth, kind of learned that there's more going on than I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to do explore some more, but I just didn't have the support, <laughs> so I didn't want to do it on my own. You know, you might have been able to. If I rolled pretty good, but I think the yeah. whole game I was rolling like garbage, so I was just like, fuck it, I'll I mean, it. these first 10 episodes, you probably rolled, uh, I don't know, 50 to 60 once. <laughs> yeah, too many. <laughs> so too it's many. Not, not too crazy that you... That you held off. Right. And I think I, I cut out a lot of the rules. I don't know if you guys want to hear that or not. Uh, again, let us know if you want to hear the rules. I kind of just, if it yeah. happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just kind of keep the story. It kind of streamlines it. It helps the story flow a bit better. But keep in mind, Jacob rolls a lot of ones. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you're thinking like, wow, that really fucked up, just remember that he rolled a one. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. And our guests, honestly, these first 10 guests, I think, at the time, didn't they roll, like, insane? Yeah, they're always rolling. Yeah. They're covering my ass. Because we always give out dice. We give out dice to everybody we can. We try to. Or, like, if somebody's too far away, we'll send them money to go pick up dice. Right. And we'll send them, like, a location of a dice shop close to them. We try and do our best with keeping up with right. that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he rolls a lot of ones. <laughs> <laughs> and the guests generally roll a lot better than him. So it's always nice to see. Right. So on that episode, Zegarath Montaigne sets me up with uh, a captain. Yeah, a captain of a ship down right off the bottom of his hill leading off to the north end of this island. Right. Because kind of, so, he's right on the peak. Yeah. So that's where that episode ends is where he's like, all right, tomorrow I go to Meet bed. the captain. Yeah. 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 And then we lead into episode seven. And this one is with Jake, one of our best friends. <laughs> yeah. I've known Jake. He always hates to hear it. So he doesn't listen to our podcast no. at all. <laughs> No one does, except for <laughs> our random listeners, and we love you. Yeah. Yeah, none of our friends listen to it, but it's, we've reached out to enough people that yeah. love it. So, thanks for listening. Um, So, I meet, I go down to the ship, and I meet Capiel, 
Yes. And sir. I don't remember his full name. I always called him Capiel that whole time. Um, honestly, I don't remember now anymore either. Yeah. I just know him by Capiel. Uh, Capiel. Yeah. I'm going to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that double shot's hitting me as well. <laughs> Episode seven, yeah. <laughs> All right, so when I left Seagrath Montaigne's house, he set up a ride for me to go check out. Uh, or he had already had a ship ready for me, so... Yeah, headed towards the Witten stronghold. Yeah, yeah. So I go down the next morning to meet the captain, and I think that was just a little bit of a chaos interaction <laughs> at the very beginning, because I go down there. J- keep in mind, Jake's never played before, so he didn't yeah. understand the rules of D&D. Not even the rules. Not just, the rules. Just, what it is. Yeah. but He, he also didn't read anything. <laughs> yeah. So I generally send out a backstory for people to kind of like, Hey, this is something you kind of need to know based on your character, because essentially guests are filling in as NPCs right throughout the world, and uh, he read none of it. <laughs> and on top of that, he read none of his character sheet as well. Well, he read the character sheet, but not because it when he's like, "There's a second email." Yeah, <laughs> he didn't read the the backstory, the backstory, the, the idea of what the campaign was going to be or that yeah. episode was going to be. And so there was a, a little tough interaction there. He wanted. A new cloak. He wanted, he wanted some, pay for the travel. Yeah, he wanted gold. Even though it should have been paid for. Yeah, it was already paid for, so I was all <laughs> confused with that. Finally get on the ship, and it's just me and him on the ship. And so we're trying to, since the prison break, there's more shit on high alert. There's more guards out there. Yeah, the wooden, wooden Empire sending in some ships, and they're kind of on high alert on what's coming out. Right. So we're, we're trying to dodge that, so we, we'd go more to the left than to the right. It was either you guys could go kind of straight to the Witten Stronghold, and you know that you'd run into some ships, or you could head to a bit more east and then north, and you'd be more likely to run into some sort of a beast mm-hmm. of some nature. And we, we kind of ran on that middle tier. Yeah, we you just jumped like a in little between. bit more over there, like, but... Yeah. So we ended up getting stopped by one of the guards. A few ships, I believe. Was one it? ship? I want to say one ship, but there might have been some... Two of Side them, like, ones yeah, on the, yeah, yeah, but only one shot, ugh, one ship stopped us, <laughs> and so uh, they end up boarding. Oh, and before that, <laughs> the funniest fucking part is yeah. like Jake's like, I want to get within this many feet of him. Yeah. Like, oh my god, we're gonna die if you start shooting. So these I was guys. like, well, you got cannons, and he's like, I want to get within sixty feet, and we're like, what? He's like, sixty feet, <laughs> and you're over there yelling like, no, 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 no. He's like, I want to get within 60 feet. And then once I was like, okay, you get there. And he's like, I want to use dark vision to look at him. (laughs) Well, you can see what you saw before, but now Um, it's gray. Terrified. I was like, I, this is what, episode seven? I'm going to die. Yeah. (laughs) So the ships come on here, but before they do, I learned uh, the episode before they can shift into different change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Seagrath Montaigne told you basically, he's like, oh, I hired you originally, and he's like, you don't know who you are? Right. Because you got fucked up in prison, you lost some of your memory and shit like that, and um, he began to tell you how to shapeshift, basically. Not shapeshift, I don't know. Shapeshift, I'm a changeling. Kind of, yeah, changeling. Yeah. Yeah, shapeshifting is more like body parts, but you can just change skin tone and looks. Yeah, I can't grow extra Yeah, you can like metamorph into a different person, but should have probably said that at the beginning. Yeah, that I, <laughs> that I forgot all my memories in the past. But hey, if that's... they're this far in, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned I can shapeshift in the last episode. Uh, I shapeshift into Capiel's 
twin, but with a mustache. With a mustache. Yeah, and I kept right. that gag going on for a, a little too long. I'm, <laughs> I'm still keeping it. You're still keeping it. I like it. <laughs> I had a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so, Caviel, we stop. They dock our boat. They've never really seen twins before, so they're a little thrown off. They steal a couple crates of beer. And yeah, they take the beer. Capio was not happy about them taking beer. <laughs> yeah. He was ready to fight over them <laughs> taking beer. Yeah, and that that encounter goes okay. We just leave. We're like, okay, like sweating bullets over here, and then we're good. And then as we're almost there, we get attacked. What I thought was going to be like a kraken because I just see shit coming up. So yeah. I'm like thinking tentacles coming up, but it just ends up being sirens. Yeah, a few sirens, yeah. But they were bursting through the water. Some right. of them were up on the cliff ends. And- right, and that's, we do some battle in there. Uh, Jake going, going back and forth on the boat. He jumps over there. Yeah. And he comes back. <laughs> um, and he uh, had no idea what his abilities are. Right, right. That's part of the thing with playing with new players. Some of them pick it up quickly. And they're like, okay, this is the ability list. So that's why some some of the newer players, I try and give them like, lower class characters not lower class characters but like a fighter or something that's based around a sword easier to play yeah but his like so i gave him a fighter but he wanted a bow really bad so i gave him an arcane fighter yeah so he has all of arcana 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 fighter (laughs) um and uh he has like magical abilities tied with that and like throughout that fight i'm like hey you have this and he's like oh shit (laughs) i don't want to try that like yeah so it's, it's a little different. Yeah. But. We ended up, I think Jake killed him or one of the sirens. There's three of them. Yeah. There and, were three of them. And then we killed one and then they were talking some shit. And that's when you learned that I had comprehend languages. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? They killed Betty or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then after that, we we finally make it to fucking the Winton Empire, get docked. I was supposed to just drop off the letters there. You're supposed to bring him information back. Yeah. Right. And he's going to stay there on the boat. Yeah, but shit happens to him. Right. Yeah. But well, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm jumping ahead. And then so keep in mind we also so on top of like trying to send everybody dice, we try and get them some booze as well. Yeah. Because we drink their outer shed. Uh for Jake, we gave him spice drum, <laughs> fireball, and kraken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we gave him the sweetest shit you could give him, like <laughs> Oh uh, shit! So that was just—it's uh, not necessary for telling. It's just kind of funny yeah, to say because <laughs> he used to love rumple mints back in the day. So we're like, well, he likes just flavorful right, I bullshit. Gave him fireball. <laughs> I gave him some other s- cinnamon <laughs> whiskey, and then uh, a, a decent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all super sweet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you land on the docks, and then we head into uh, episode eight. I believe we played a little bit before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Me so, you. me and Jacob will do little like one offs of 20 minute, 30 minute one offs, and then we tie that into the episodes because it just kind of helps the flow, like, flow of the story. And we don't want our guests to sit there and listen to me and Jacob play D&D for 20, 20, minutes. 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. It's, I mean, that'd be shitty for them. So, we do our best. But uh, this one, you run into, you get inside of the city. Yeah. And then I, streets, dicks and ass, and blah, 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 apartment. Or Streets Dicks Apartment Ass. Or oh, some shit yeah, like how that. you labeled them. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. A, B, C, D, and then like, I just, it's a terrible city system. <laughs> yeah. They did the worst at that. <laughs> and then a thing that I need to get back on currently is like the floating empire above the whole city. There's a... There is a... So 
He makes it to the Witten Empire. The Witten Empire is a city, a large, or the Witten Stronghold. He makes it to the Witten Empire, which is the country. The stronghold itself is a city surrounded by about 60-foot-high walls the entire way around. He makes his way in, and he kind of explores the city for a moment. Inside of the center of the city is a large floating island of earth. You can see tree roots kind of breaking through the bottom of it throughout this dirt that's held together in stones and everything. And he's kind of asked about it, but not really. Uh, I mean, a little bit. You learned a little bit. Right, a little bit. And uh, yeah, so you learned that. And you had a letter from Zgrath that you read, finally, once you landed at the Witten Empire that told you to go to the apartment. Right. And that's where you stumble across your next companion. Right. So I finally make it to the apartment, and then the, the apartment's been torn to shreds, pretty much. Not it's shreds. Been ramsacked. Yeah, yeah. It's ramsacked, not, yeah. no one's cut. It's not fucked up, <laughs> but it's been gone through. Right. And so then I hear some shuffling in a closet. I open the closet. That's where we cut me and you, and then we bring up Charlie or Pockets. Yeah. And Charlie has played with us once before. On a one shot that on a one shot, yes, uh, in our private D and D sessions. So Alex hosted that campaign, and uh, Charlie hopped in on a one shot. Other than that, he's kind of watched some D and D. I think he said, or listened to a little bit, or he knows what it is more so. Right. And then, so this is kind of one of his first sessions that he's actually played, and this is where you run into him, and he's hiding in the closet. Right. So I've been beat up from fighting the sirens. I want to sleep but I'm uncomfortable with him <laughs> sleeping in my closet. I kick him out, or he just ends up leaving, meditates in the front yard. I sleep, meet him. We go do a bank robbery. So he basically, you guys got each other's trust, and he said, I'll trust you if you help me with it, like, in some weird way. Can't remember why. It's been months. <laughs> but for some reason, you agreed to help him with a bank heist. Information? I've been all, I was always looking for information. Or he, he said he had a way to get into... So within the Witten stronghold, there's another wall that surrounds the castle itself. Right. And he had a way into the castle, but he wouldn't give you it without helping him to get in. Right, that's true. So keep in mind, everyone, we're as we're talking this through, we're both figuring out the story. (laughs) And we're also... I wrote it. (laughs) We're both drunk. (laughs) Yeah. And now we're figuring our way through the story. (laughs) I have some key points of what I remember. I just had to say, okay, what episode did I just play in? Uh, Who's in that episode? And I just like scribbled some notes. So I don't gonna... know all the facts. This I didn't is listen... how every recap's going to go. <laughs> yeah, so. I didn't listen to 24 hours before I fucking did this. Yeah, so, he had a way in. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. needed it. Yeah, but this is probably one of my favorites. I think episode eight is this one, um, where I meet, meet Pockets. Yeah. One of my favorites. One. Sleep, meet him in the front yard. It's like midnight. It's late night. We go to the bank. There's some patrol out there. We end up sneaking our way in there, dropping our shit down through like a secret hatch. And going bank. through the ceiling. Yeah. 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 Drop ourselves down through a secret hatch. And then as we look out, because we landed in like a manager's office. Yeah. And so once we pop open the door, we see some guy patrolling back and forth. Just one guy. I think you see like one or two somewhere. Like there's one out front and one behind the teller's desks. Like, you're like in a Mission Impossible style right. shit, where it's like, okay. Or like a Hitman, the video game type shit, where you see what's going on, and you can kind of assess the situation, and then... Right. So we see that one guy, I think, as he's coming to the door, we fucking get him, tie him Yank up. him in, yeah. And then one guy comes in, asks what's going on, I come out the door, looking like the guy we just captured, 
And then... Well, a big thing about uh, Pockets was no kills. Oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't want to kill anyone. His whole thing was like, all right, we do this mission, but we don't kill anyone. So that kind of like, that throws a little bit of a twist in there, especially for somebody like Charlie, who hasn't played much. It's such a great character trait to pick up of like, I I didn't write anything. I told him, (laughs) oh, you need to rob this bank to get X and do what you want with that. And he just decided like, we're not killing anyone from the start. So that throws like something different into this thing and it makes it. A bit more challenging, right? I mean, and we we ended up, we did it pretty good, I think. Yeah. So we capture the guy, we tie him up because no kills. Turn up to that guy or turn to that guy because we hear the front door opening. Like, hey, what's going on? What's this guy? So I'm <laughs> yeah. like, ended up like just walking, like, oh, hey, what's going on? Shape shift into <laughs> him. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, hey, oh no, yeah, nothing. I just thought I heard something in that room there. Uh, and I just continue to patrol. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna get another cigarette, and then uh, I believe he heads downstairs. He he leaves the bank. No, he leaves the bank, but Pockets heads downstairs after that. Finds himself at the vault wall. Right, we had to get some keys on the way. Yeah, you guys had to, like, search a few offices here and yeah. there, find some of the keys that... Because you guys found the vault, realized it takes two keys, so then, boom, you had to go back upstairs, search a few of the rooms, find some keys. And we had to pull the lever simultaneously to turn yeah. off the aura of whatever. Yeah, open a magical up. security. Yeah, open defense, up the chest, basically. he takes it, whatever the fuck he was looking for. He's looking for yeah. the king staff. Yep. He was going to sell it. Who knows? And then, he- <laughs> then you guys begin to head upstairs when a guard had noticed some noise, some strange fucking noise. Oh, that's from right. Downstairs. Yeah. And that's where you came in and started talking to him about his mother? No, almost. <laughs> almost. So as I leave, because okay. I think I've I've turned Charlie invisible at this point, because we heard some shit. I was like, okay, I'll turn you invisible. Okay. I, I did at some point. I turned him invisible for an hour. Yeah. I think it might have been earlier in the sh- episode with- Before the vault? Yeah, before the okay. vault, because he could just like walk around up yeah. and shit. And so then he sneaks out, and I'm trying to close the door the way he did it, but I'm yeah. still, I'm, I'm pretty drunk at the end of these episodes. <laughs> so I'm like trying to remember, like you got to swivel this, you got to put in these keys and then turn it. I did everything except like turn the keys at the end. He's like, God damn it. And then Charlie, or oh, yeah, Pockets, made whis- a noise. whispers in, in my ear. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> so I turn the keys and he's like, all right, fuck it. And he leaves. And then we have to go back into the manager's office that we started in. The guy's awake. You shapeshifted into him, Prior. who you were talking to. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who was tied up. Yeah. And you go back to him and begin talking to him, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's when you begin to bring up that his mom has cancer. No, he brought up oh. that his mom had cancer, and then I'm just, like, saying, like, oh, she's she passed away, and I'm like, you could have done more. This is goes to future past. You got to free yourself from the bounds. You're holding yourself accountable for the things that you do- haven't done. That's right. And then Charlie is, like, our pockets is undoing the, the bounds. Yeah. At, at Untying the him as you're doing that to make it seem spiritually crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we fucking dip out of there. Jump out of the ceiling once again. and Climb up out of it, yeah. yeah. And then dip through the building. Yep. And then he leads you to the side of the wall. Yep. To a door. And you're kind of expecting an actual entryway into the castle itself. Right. But he's yeah. like, this is what I know. Right. And that's where that episode ends. And we jump into, Not- personally, my favorite episode. <laughs> episode nine. Uh, nine is my favorite. Episode eight is your favorite. Episode 9, so... 
I, as all you, my notes say is dog love because I, <laughs> I've got enough information. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody, I mean, if you haven't listened, episode nine has so much, <laughs> <laughs> so much goodness in it. Uh, it's chaotic. You it swing is. open the door to start it and, I just, and you instantly feel a thud. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm confused by the thud because I don't know if I'm, I'm closing it, something or, or closing yeah. it on him, <laughs> open it up on him. And it's a short goblin man. Yeah. He's like, oh, my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he just begins with chaos. And guards are chasing him, and he leads you to a restroom. No, I yeah, mean, on the way there, though, he fucking, he's like, hey, put, oh, this, put this on. The guard, yeah. <laughs> he puts, he makes me put on a fucking judge suit. So they begin to disguise themselves as judges. Yeah. With wigs and robes. It was not a disguise kit. It was just like a, it was a costume that you'd buy at, like, Spirit, spirit Halloween. Yeah. yeah, he had Spirit <laughs> Halloween costumes. One that happened to fit an adult, and he had his. <laughs> <laughs> so we look like two judges just walking down, trying to pass these guards. It's like, there and so we start fucking booking it. And then we go into the bathroom. Yep. And then I couldn't... Is the panel above or below him? It was below his friend. Yeah. So his friend was Gunther? No. I Gordon. Honestly, Gordon? Flash Gordon. Was it Flash Gordon? Yes, Flash Gordon is what he said. He always likes to bring in random characters. <laughs> Am I, I might have written that one. No, I don't know. Uh, so he runs into a friend in a bathroom stall. Oh, I think you said Gordon, and he's like, Flash, Gordon? (laughs) So he runs into his friend, and uh, Noglop doesn't have many friends in the guards. They're mostly hate him. He's known for being hated because he causes a bit of chaos within the inner city and the walls of this, uh, the Witten stronghold. And uh, this one man seemed to like him as he was taking a shit. He heard Noglop over talking with Cypress, and he came out, talked to you guys for a bit, and then, boom, he went and distracted the guards for you guys. Yep, and we go back another vent you went so in the bathroom there was a vent that you guys slid into you had a bit of a struggle fitting through it because yeah. noglop's a small goblin yeah. so he can slide right through that thing and get easy uh i believe he had to shove you a few times yeah. to get you through it and you dropped into the sewer system of the witten stronghold yeah because he kept telling me that he, uh, he's gonna show me his room yeah his and, house and so i drop onto a bed i'm like oh this is your room he's like nope yeah <laughs> it's kept just- going he laid a little mattress beneath his uh, drop yeah, <laughs> to make it comfy. Yeah, and then you guys continue on a chase, right? Yeah, we weren't really being chased at that point, but we were just like running, and he's going- You were more chasing him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's going back and forth between fucking sewer lines and shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. And he jumps across the rope, and I'm like, do I have to cross this rope? He's like, yep. <laughs> so I do it, and it turns out I didn't have to fucking cross the rope. There's a bridge just along the next turn, <laughs> yeah. and- and he's been talking the whole time how if you help him, he'll lead you to the castle, but he's got a rat problem that he needs help with. Oh, he's got a giant rat that he's, he's got to kill. He's got a giant rat within his home that he needs killed, and then he will show you the way within the Witten stronghold right. to get to the castle itself. Yep, and we finally make it. Well, there's some dialogue. There's lots of dialogue in between it, but we finally, we finally make it to his home, and there's a giant, I would not a pond, but a fucking it's a sh- it's a sewer. So it's a it's kind of a pond of shit. <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind this river that we're talking about is shit. It's a sewer. <laughs> it's shit and water, and I mean, it, yeah, it's what you would imagine a sewer would be. So yeah, as we finally make it there, I get a glimpse of what it is. It's a fucking crocodile, not a a giant rat. Oh, it's a massive crocodile. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> He's all over the place. We finally kill the crocodile. 
and then I'm just I'm peeved of everything that just happened. It's so chaotic. I can't follow everything he tells me is a goddamn lie. And so I'm calling him out on it. And he's like, I know what's going on here. And then he fucking tries to stab me. And then I run out the wrong uh, hole. Somewhat. Yeah. I think he starts to say I'm feeling stabby or something like that. No, he, he says, I know what's going on here. Oh, yeah. And he's like. He starts to call you yeah, out. Yeah, because he thinks that I'm going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. But he starts stab, trying to stab me. So I run out and I go out the wrong sewer grate. There's a left and a right. Yep. Decision. I go out the left. Yeah. And so I go out the wrong door. And that's where we end it. And so as I'm leaving, I turn into his friend Gordon, I think, to take a sleep, to take a rest. Yes. Because yeah. I'm about to You turn to into Gordon the guard. Yeah, because I'm thinking this into. guy is not going to kill his friend Gordon. I just, I got to sleep. I'm at like four HP at this point. Yeah. You're very low. You were low. Yeah. He, honestly, I thought he was going to, I, so a <laughs> little bit behind the scenes. I'll give you guys a few of these throughout this. Uh, James probably could have caught up to Cyprus, or Noglop could have caught up to Cyprus and probably killed him, and I might have fudged some rolls to continue the song. <laughs> <laughs> because Cyprus probably would have died within Noglop's cavern. Right. Because he, he, he stabbed you once. He didn't stab you. He didn't stab you. He tried you. to. He tried to, and then it began a chase. And since goblins have a shorter distance of travel, I kind of kept that in mind. But yeah, I mean, I felt, I was like, okay, like if we continue this on, he might catch you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where we end episode nine, yeah. my favorite episode. You got to check it out. There's so much dialogue and just chaotic shit going on. It's, he's, James it's fun. plays an amazing goblin. I mean, he's great. So, that's where we lead into episode 10, as you wake up as Gordon. And We're only you... halfway through this. Oh, my God. Am I fucking <laughs> tossed right now? <laughs> I thought we were going to fly through this shit. I thought it was going to be no. a half an hour. <laughs> Why are we talking so much? Holy shit. I'm drunk. Episode 10. Yep. We jump in. Uh, this one, the guest is Shelby. My cousin. Yeah. Jacob's cousin. She's played D&D a few times. She's done a lot of the a lot of side missions, a lot of one-offs. She just hopped into campaigns and you know just played a, a one-off character on on main campaigns. Yeah, so it she's was, never played like a full season story or yeah. anything. Yeah, so, so she knew what was going on and how to play D anD D, and I loved this one as well. It's pretty funny. This is a great one. Yeah. yeah. So I run up and run into her. She wants to kill some gnolls because they're causing some chaos. So we go to the knoll. Hideout. Can't remember why. If she had a bounty or something. Oh, she had a bounty because we. That's how we end the episode is going back because I have to go back oh, in there. Oh yeah. Because I have to go back so, here because I left preemptively. I didn't want to leave, but I had to. The city goes on lockdown. Yes. For what? Because I robbed the shit. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I robbed the shit. So as he's leaving the city with Noglop and he's escaping through there, he comes out of the tunnels and the city is like people are getting a bit more chaotic out in front of the gates. And the guards aren't letting people in it. Right. Yeah. So that's when you run into... Alfina. Alfina. Alfina beat your ass or some shit like that. Alfina beat your ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> what she was saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and she had a bounty for a bunch of gnolls. Yeah, up in the caves to the north or somewhere. Yeah. So we end up traveling there. There's a rickety door. We had some dialogue of like how we're going to open the door, blah, blah, blah. We end up just blowing it open. Yeah, she smashes through it. <laughs> With her axe, yeah. So we go in there, find a couple traps, kill some guys, 
Um, nice little dungeon run. Yeah, a little dungeon run. Yeah. I like the ways that we've gone around the traps, and we rolled pretty well at the beginning. You guys were doing good in this one, yeah. Yeah, so we were able to detect, we were able to t- detect some of the traps and stuff, and so um, we get to... Well, you guys are in the cave. We're in the cave. We we go around some traps. You kill a few of the gnolls. Right. And you then, go through a few of them. Pretty quick. You cut through a bunch of them, yeah. Yeah. She uh, throws the rock down like a the hallway to set off some traps so we don't yeah. get shot with arrows like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And so then we finally make it to the the leader of the gnolls. Yeah. Back in the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I still, so we kill him. I was invisible. I wanted to trip him. But I didn't end up getting to trip him. Yeah. I, th- I think I threw him off a little bit. Because uh, you snuck in deep into the cavern before she did. Right. Yeah. Right. Ended up throwing, up, throwing him off a little bit. And then she cuts off his head. We go back to the front of the gates. She's got the bounty and the Knoll's, the Captain Knoll's head. Yeah. And we get back into the town. So you guys, yeah, you head back to the gate. And at that point, like the guards are just like, nobody's allowed in. Right. And she's like, no, I have a bounty to turn in with the stronghold. And they're like, okay, fucking come on in then. And she's like, he's with me. Yeah. And she allows you back in. And she said originally, what you should have mentioned is, I have a way into the castle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to get right into the castle. Yeah. I get back into the fucking city. Yeah. All, they, all she had was a way back into the city. <laughs> so you get back into the city and she's like, all right, see you later. And you're like, no, but the castle. And she's like. Oh, by the castle, I thought you meant the city. (laughs) (laughs) So I got in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, those dirty, dirty gnolls. Yeah. She hated the gnolls. But you made it back into the city. So now, once again, after escaping and fucking I've been lied to twice now through two episodes. Yeah. You make it back into the city to nowhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So once I make it in there, I go to a bar for some reason. Yeah. And I'm. Yeah. I don't know why I went to the bar. I can't remember. Do you remember? I have no idea. I don't know. I think <laughs> you might have just been like, I need a drink. Maybe. Or some shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you find yourself at the bar next to a disgruntled guard. Right. So Tony <laughs> <laughs> has never played D&D before. Brand new to the idea. He loves it, though. And this was his first go at it. He somewhat read the backstory, but did not. He read more than Jake did. (laughs) Right. Uh, But it was still a bit confusing to him. And boy, did he make up a lot of stuff. He did great with it, though. I think he kept true with the character. It was a lot of chaos, again. But I think it worked out. He stuck to his character hard. Right. So when I walked into the bar after that quest with Alfina. Yeah. Can't remember why I went to the bar, but I went to the bar. He's got... He says he's got information on the queen. He tells me, like, the place that he, she does magic and all this stuff. And he tells me, all right, well, I got some shit that I need to get. Do you have anything I need? you need to get? And I hand him some gold. Uh, he tells me to... He's got a dealer yeah, for potions. <laughs> yeah, he's got a black market dealer. <laughs> so then he tells me to meet at a donkey with one white leg. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking this is his house the whole time. Like, all right, I'll go meet him, this donkey, blah, blah. So he finally shows back up like in a half an hour later with the things that I needed. And then he's like, I say, oh, so this is your house? He's like, no, this ain't my house. I was like, oh, shit. Why are we sitting at this donkey? I, like, I just know this is like a good location to meet up. Yeah. 
and he wants me to steal the donkey. I roll terrible on animal handling, and then he's like, fuck the donkey, we're going on our own. The donkey, quest. like, kicks you or some shit. Right, and the whole reason I'm with this guy is because he wants to save his buddy. His buddy, yeah. So he had been kicked out originally from the guards because he refused to withhold someone, basically. Somebody who he thought was innocent, he refused to withhold, so he got discharged. But his buddy was a rookie, his friend. Right. One of his best friends was a rookie, kind of. And uh, his buddy w- refused to withhold this person as well because they didn't think it was right. Right. But the Witten stronghold was like, no, like, that's what you got to do. And since he was such a veteran, they said, look, you retire now. Basically a dishonorable discharge. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're done. You're not a guard anymore. His buddy, though, was so new that they were like, okay, you disobey the queen's orders that much, you're dead. Right. And this whole time, in the town center underneath this floating island, there had been a gallows set up, so a hanging center. They were going to hang a few people, and that's why he was so upset and why he requested Cyprus's help to help free his friend before he could be hanged that day. Cyprus, are you an honorable man? Yeah. No, not Are honorable. you an honorable man? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, not honorable Cypress, are you a vulnerable? Are you vulnerable? Yeah, because you said vulnerable once. Cypress, are you a vulnerable man? You vulnerable? I'm like, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Didn't you ask? You're like, isn't that vulnerable? And you're like, I don't know. Are you you vulnerable? Oh, shit. (laughs) Anyway, so we got to save his... It's so funny. Uh, So we got to save his buddy. We end up taking longer than we thought. We like kind of want to stop them here. We don't stop them there. <laughs> they end up meeting us where we're at because we're just so indecisive of what's happening. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so we do a little battle there. Um, and we killed the, like, Queen's Hand. Uh, Yeah, one of her higher-ups. Yeah. yeah. Killed her. She had a staff. Yeah. That was producing magic from the staff. Tito, Tito was his name, by the way. So Tito. Tito, yeah. Yeah, Tito takes the staff and then, like, I turned him invisible because we're trying to, like, we had this whole plan. You had a carriage that was rolling down the road, and you guys were like, okay, we'll pick him off on this spot somewhat. I mean, it kind of more just happened, but it was like, okay, the carriage is rolling by. It's time to pick them off now. Right. Like, So I turned him invisible, try to get him out, get his buddy out. Uh, And so he picks up a staff, smacks the queen's hand, and, like, we do this whole battle. And then while that's happening, as I'm fighting these people off, because I'm the only one visible at this point. Yeah. There's, like, some side dialogue with him and his companion, like, let's just go. Like, this guy over here. <laughs> let's run away. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this guy. I, I just met him. I don't really trust him. He's like, I want to go back into the Queen's Guard. He, he wanted to serve his country some more. So, he, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. They're going to turn on me. So him and his buddy end up escaping after some pushing, I guess, or some, like, I'm like, just go. Get in the, get in the story. Oh, yeah, we were... T- yeah, <laughs> it was it was getting close time to wrap up. No, he was gonna kill me is what he was gonna do. So I was yeah. like, "All right, just go in the tunnel. Your buddy's gonna die. They're already gonna try to kill him." You were getting hit a lot. <laughs> yeah, and he was invisible. Yeah, and him and his buddy jumped into a sewer grate and dropped underground. Right, and so then I dipped out. I Misty stepped into a room, changed my appearance to Tony, the lizard man that I met at the prison. At, Episode one. Yeah. And with a mustache. With a mustache as well. Uh, Yeah. And that's where it led into 11 and a half. Where, so before that, though, you jumped into somebody's house. Are you, 
Misty you, step. You misty somebody. step. Yeah, you ran in, misty stepped into somebody's house. Poof, you popped into the back of a room. What happened to session 11 and a half? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I just kind of fucking meandered around. Is that when you went to the stores and yeah, yeah, you went and learned about the stronghold? I got questioned by a guard at the beginning. I played it off. We're good. And I just you kinda... came out into the street and the guards were like, what the fuck's going on yeah. over here? And you look different. Yeah. So you managed to evade them. Yeah. And that's when I got a lot of lore of like the city and the town and the king's uh, yeah. island that he raised and just kind of just a lot of why the queen hates magic because right. the king killed himself with it. But he raised that floating island within the city itself, right. and just that's look. why the king's staff was so important a few episodes yeah. beforehand. And just a good chunk of lore in that yeah. one. Um, but then I'm I'm touring the city because I don't know where to go. I'm lost. I'm just like, where do I go now? And I finally make it back to my apartment because I thought maybe they caught wind of who I was and that the apartment would have been flagged. Been like, yeah. So. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll go back there. I think I like hop onto the castle wall. I see a fuck ton of guards. I'm like, nope, come back, come back. I'm like, I'll just sneak into my apartment. That's when I see a letter left on my door, and that's when we roll that's into right. episode twelve. Yeah. Okay. And episode twelve was with Jay, yep. right? Jelly From Jelly Pipe Media. Jelly Pipe Media. Yeah, she runs Jelly Pipe Media. It's a badass Portland-based media company she does sick-ass music videos for amazing bands and just great content check her out um her character name though was Leyland. Leyland. so Leyland left you a message i think it was z grass montaigne left me a message from her which just said hey sources find out like there's no information at the witten empire we got to get you out and We're go basically back out it's too hot right now. Yeah, and there's yeah. nothing really key here. Yeah. So I ended up... I think he told you to head towards Hagendash at that point. I think so. Like, Because at that point you'd learn that the queen came from Hagendash Harbor. Right, from the lore. Yeah. yeah. So I misread the message. I try to escape the fucking castle. Doesn't work. And then, oh, Kyle helps me remember. Oh, don't leave yet. It's <laughs> at the bar. Go meet her at the bar. Yeah. So I meet her at the bar, and so I have to pay her, I think, a goal or two, not too much. And so we go back through the sewers, and we hear Noglop screaming. Cackling. Yeah. Doing this fucking laugh behind <laughs> yeah. you guys. We end up leaving. As we leave, it's like fucking 2 a.m. It's really dark. Yeah. We get hustled by some bandits, bandits and... uh Fight that battle. She makes us, uh, she guides me to the Hagendash Harbor. And as we get to the Hagendash Harbor, we go into episode 13. This one, the description gives me nothing. <laughs> Take a trip with Cypress and his new friend where they save some peeps and eat some meat. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? <laughs> the half eaten ass. Half eaten ass? Yeah, because we go to that restaurant. Oh, okay. So this is with uh, Bethany. Bethany. Bethany and her. Um, What's her Twitch account? Should I pull a it up birdling, right a birdling. Yeah, go check out Be uh, Bethany in this episode. Uh, a birdling. Yeah, on Twitch, it's and you can find a that. capital A birdling. B i r d l i n g. You can find that on our website rather than listening to him drunkenly say that. This was a great one. Yeah, uh, yeah. So between you two, you led towards that city, towards the Hagendash Harbor, right? And uh, she kind of split off. Jay did. 
yeah, Leyland. Leyland kind of split off from you guys, and as you made your way to this city, you kind of explored it for a little bit, but a bit, bit abrasively. <laughs> yeah, would be the best way to say this. I I saw. Oh, there's an island. There's some harbors. Let's go down there. I saw some lights. I checked that out. <laughs> Nothing. And then I go up top. There's some guards, like more protective of one building than the other, guarding a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. So I get a little in a little kit. crass. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was out of the Witten stronghold and I can do magic and kill these guys, but <laughs> guess what? No, I was not. Yeah, you kind of jumped in to just, uh, I believe to one of the guards you said, like, I'll kill you. <laughs> Something similar to that. <laughs> Very close. And I like, hold out my hands like, yeah. I'm going to fight him. And he's like, uh, all right. Like, there's no magic here. He didn't think anything about it. Yeah. And then that's when uh, Trillium, Bethany's character, comes in. What the? fuck are you doing yeah she kind of you backed off for a little bit and she uh, approached you within the forest line right i think she approached me like as i'm walking away from that fucking from them the yeah. encounter like yeah she like grabbed you yeah and pulled you in, away to the forest basically and, like, like you fucking idiot yeah <laughs> yeah bethany's experience playing d d and d she'd played a few times before but never in any full campaigns she played a lot of, I think, a lot of side things. Yeah. Not actual She jumped D&D. in a few times, but never played. As well as Jay, it seemed like she'd... She had a lot of interest in playing, but she never actually... She never had the chance. And Tony as well. He'd always heard about D&D, loved the idea of it, never had the chance to play. Right. But, yeah. So... She pulls me she away. Yeah, and we want to, we want to, like, wait till morning. But I was fully rested at that point, I think. And... Yeah. We end up, we just do shrooms the whole night and just fucking go through. You it. guys went, yeah, you went, <laughs> you killed some time in search for shrooms. <laughs> I yeah. mean, there's no better way to say it. So, yeah. So we did shrooms, came down. She only took a half a cap. I took the whole thing. I was going through it. And then we, we got the guards on like their shift turnover, sneak into the, the prison. And the whole reason she wants to get back into the prison or slash warehouse is because her buddy has been captured there. Yeah. So, and I, I, I'm looking for inf- more information at this point. So we break into that, free most of the prisoners. Is a little bit of Princess Bride at the end. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. You guys. Fezzik. Fezzik. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were throwing people out to him, and he was catching them. Yeah. Yeah. So we do that, um, and I think that's where that episode ends. Uh, you guys headed back to the forest. So you, her, and Tomlin, I believe, was oh, her Tomlin, friend. Oh, Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. So you, her, and Tomlin headed deeper into the forest, kind of, and they were like, hey, we're going to split here. It's going to be easier because at that point, the town had been alerted and the guards were kind of rushing towards shit. And uh, at that point in the forest, you guys split. I think we saved Fezzik at the end. Fezzik was safe, but yeah, like every prisoner kind of scattered. Right. So it was like you guys saw guards chasing different people in each and every direction throughout the town. Some heading towards the ocean, some heading towards the forest, some heading towards the main paths. And, uh, yeah, you guys headed deeper into the forest, and that's where you guys left off. Because they split from you. And then that's where we led into episode 14. We're almost there. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. What a goddamn journey this has been. Yeah. And I'm just getting drunker and drunker (laughs) throughout the... It's getting harder to talk. The more I'm talking, I'm like, I am fucking up every word I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and this one we played with our Squeeps. friend Tony. <laughs> Squeeps. <laughs> <laughs> all 
our friend Tony. And so, he gave me nothing but shit that whole time. <laughs> he said I was ugly, I was dumb, and all that bullshit, but, you know. So this guy has never played before? I don't, I don't remember. I don't think he has. So this is another person who had never played D&D before, and fuck was he excited for it. <laughs> he loved it. And that's what I love about doing this, like, project, our, our podcast, is just, like, we get people on there who have never played and he is so excited to fucking get into it yeah and he's just, just at the beginning he's hiding in trees like trying oh, to yeah. whisper to me I'm like who the fuck is talking to me <laughs> you're, yeah you're just like trying to travel and i'm trying to introduce him as a character and he's like no i want to be behind here no i want to be behind here i'm like roll a stealth check roll a stealth. and you were failing at perception <laughs> yeah. checks of course and uh yeah it was working its way through and you two finally come into contact with each other right and then we had two guards that were fighting a bugbear again we're like fuck the guards they have nothing so he was a prisoner (laughs) within the jail yeah that you just helped right right it was more of a torture chamber we should have explained that better but fuck it they were fucking people up within that (laughs) chamber yeah Yeah. the more you listen the less you're gonna know So, goddamn truth. <laughs> we did a great. We stuck through the first ten. We episodes. started so good. We're, we're like going on. I'm like, holy yeah. shit! It's already been 45 minutes. And then like episode 15, I'm like, oh, what just happened? No, we're on 14. We're not even 15. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! Good luck, guys. Maybe we do do these every ten. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like, oh, 20 is a good number. Yeah. Now I'm thinking not so much. <laughs> Here we go. Back to Squeebs. Squeebs. He's uh. In the trees. Well, he's looking for help. Yeah, he wants to go back to his wife. Yeah, he needs help back to his home. There's guards covering the forest at this point. He's looking for and an he's escort. Been sneaking around, jumping in between trees, whispering in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. And you're looking for some help. Yeah. We see the guards fighting a bear. We leave that. And we travel more towards where he's at, or where his wife is at. And as uh, on our way there, we meet another guy. He joins our crew for a hot second. You met a prisoner. You freed a prisoner. Yeah, because Squeeps had the wand, the Willy wand. Yeah, that's that right. helped him free a prisoner. That's right. On the way there, yeah, on the way there, he had the Willy wand. I don't know how, if he stole it back or whatever happened. He had it on him. I think, yeah, something like that. It was in one of the desks that you found within that torture chamber, and he grabbed it on his way out. There you go. So on our way to meet his wife or go back to his house, he we meet a guy, he frees him from his bounds, he's fucking making him jump through hoops to help us. Yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> just like, we'll just free the guy, yeah. man. <laughs> so, like, you gotta help us. <laughs> yeah. So we end up in a battle, we kill a troll, we kill some guards, and then we meet another guy. And another then, prisoner. Yeah, another yeah. prisoner. And he's like, all right, you're free, you're good. And the other guy's like, what the fuck, man? I just went through all this shit to save him. Yeah. Or to be a part of this, and you just let him go. So we get past all that shit, make, to a, make it to his house. He offered me some gold. I take his gold. I didn't want to take all of it, but he's like, just take it, man. Yeah. So I... Then have the documents that I just got from the warehouse. I forgot to mention that. I have the documents at the warehouse that I have. You found information there. Yes. Warehouse, torture chamber. Whatever you want to call it. Either one. So I'm like, all right, I got to take these back to the ship to Capiel. Yes. So I make my way back to the ship. And now as I see, as I go back, I'm now disguised as Capi, not Capiel. I'm disguised as Squeebs, but just taller and a mustache, I believe. Yeah. And on my way back, I see... 
a couple of my friends hung up on the wall. You see Capiel hung on the wall and a few other like, I can't remember if it was random people or people you might have known, but yeah, you see Capiel more than anything hung up on the wall, but his ship is still docked on the side. And I was still at Sky, so I go back on the ship and I see a warforge that kind of tells me where I need to go. I need to go back. I need to go to the... Adventure. He leaves you a letter, I believe. Yeah. From Zgrath. Right. And I need to go back to, or not back to, but I need to go to the March of Madness and to a camp called... Knee Deep. Knee Deep, where the Adventurers Guild is at. Yes. Um, I give the Warforge some documents, and as I get off the ship, I meet Lucius, which is Kale. Yeah. And Kale has a band called Kiss Your Bros. Yeah. You can get the link on our website, One Shot Dungeons at nothing.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're a kick-ass band. I mean, they got some great rock. If you're looking for good shit, they're there. I mean, they dropped an EP. Yeah. It's fucking dope. Check them out. So, I walk you meet off, up with him. I meet with Lucius. We hit it off right out of the bat. Yeah. He wants to get a sword for his tribe because he's a half-orc. And yes. he's, the, he's like the black sheep of the family because he's the only half-orc. Yeah. And the sexual chemistry between you two is just... Very tenuous. We're just... Oh, it's can, it's there. It's thick. Yeah. So on our way, we're like, all right, well, I got to go to the Marsh of Madness. His camp is like right off the trail from Just there. a bit farther. Yeah. Down. Yeah. So, all right, we're on our way there. We, on our way there, we stumble across a cart that's been driven off the trail because at this point, we're not really sure what happens. We know that there's a lady screaming for help. She's saying that the guy inside of the cart or the wagon has taken, stolen it from her. And so we kind of do some mediation in between and we, we find out it's actually the lady that deterred the wagon off and that the guy inside is a rich guy, pays us some gold. I don't think we actually take it. I can't remember. Yeah. Right. So she runs off and we continue on our way. And then as we get there, we go back, we get to the camp that he needs the sword. This, this bandit camp. Right. That he'd heard the sword was at. Yeah. And so I think we kind of sneak up, we kill one guy, throw him in a hay, hay bale or on a hay wagon or something. Yeah. And then we start kind of, we want to try to simultaneously light up tents around yeah. and burn them up. And so we can take care of most of these guys. And then we end up going in a big ass battle and I barely make it alive. He pulls me away. Uh, I get into fight with the lady that we just saw at the wagon. Yeah. She was there. Yeah, and she's, yeah. we're just calling each other out. <laughs> I think I finally kill her. And then we search some tents and uh, go to sleep because I'm almost dead again. And as I wake up, Kale's still there, but the episode's kind of ended at this point. Yeah, kind of ended there. And then we do, just to help narrative, we did a bit of fast travel, right. basically. And he ends up dropping you off at the uh, road that leads down towards Camp Knee Deep. And then that's where we kind of lead into episode 16. Right, and that's with Nat 1. Yeah, so that's where we're joined by Nate. One of the Nates. Of One Nat of the Nates. Of Nat 1. <laughs> There's two of them. It's an amazing podcast, guys. Uh, if you're looking for some great improv. Just, just a lot some... of chemistry with the, between the two of them. They do... They, They're great. They'll, they'll do a campaign or they'll do like a little like a yeah. therapy session with their characters. It's it's so they, they run through some uh Cthulhu missions where they follow a story of that, and then on top of that, throughout different episodes, they break down just random shit. They'll go through uh the magic school bus if it was fucked up, and they go through different kind of ideas of strange shit and 
they're great guys check their podcast out it's not one podcast and it's they're just good guys and that's where he joined us for this session and that's when you were fresh into the adventurers guild right and uh i had approved i had approved myself at the adventurers guild to so, i don't know anyway so yeah. i mean <laughs> so I, you meet up within the adventurers guild yeah and i meet the camp leader yeah and he signs me a, a mission with john johnson john johnson to he just calls him up to the stage yeah he pulls you to the front he pulls john johnson up and you see this man in short shorts and a nice little top approach you with some long hair. He's looking real good, nice and tan. Yep. He's been in the sun. Right. And he's the most advent- uh, average adventurer that you've ever met. Yep. Not great, not bad. Right. <laughs> so we go on the quest to clear out a goblin camp. Yeah. It's the, the start of an adventure for Camp Knee Deep. Right. That's what you have to do is just go clear a small camp of goblins every time. Very basic. Yeah. Um. So we do that. We clear it out. He's very distracted with himself and his hair and his combing, brushing oh, of his hair. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, he, he loves adventures, but he loves himself more. Yeah. So we, we do a lot of deceitfulness in trying to disguise ourselves. And we end up get infiltrating the goblins camp, find out some information of they're looking for Noglop. But there's a town Noglop and a person Noglop. Yes. And I find out, oh, it's the person Noglop they're looking for because he's got some dynamite. He's got some black powder that he's going to blow up. The The guards are talking about, hey, because you find, yeah, the guards from the Witten and the Witten stronghold are in the goblins camp. Yeah. And they're they're in within talking with goblins. And they're like, hey, you got a motherfucker in there who has our shit. Right. So we end up clearing that, killing some guys, go back to the Adventurers Guild. And then I spent a couple days there doing some shit. And then uh, the next day, or next couple days, I meet Danamon. That's where we go to episode... 17. 17. And Danamon has a bit of experience. She's played in a few games. She's hosted a few games through Roll20. But she was never super stoked on playing through that way, it sounded like. And yeah, she she was a... Great guest, though, and that's where you kind of meet her. Is so your next quest throughout the Adventurers Guild is to run it with her, where a city was in a bit of trouble, right? So there was a guy missing. There was a guy missing, and the city couldn't pay for a single adventure, but they kind of crowdfunded enough to get the Adventurers Guild help, right? And that's where Yobar pulled you two and. With each other. All right. So, as Yobar sends me and Yo Yo or Danamon on the quest, yes, we go and we got to find Humphrey because he's looking for his wife that's been kidnapped. And we know kind of the general location of where they're at. Yes. And so, on the way there, we find a shipwreck or a guy on a fucking sewer boat. Just the, the sewer boat. Yeah. yeah. So, he's not shipwrecked necessarily, but it's a, a swamp. Yeah. That he's shipwrecked within. So keep in mind how. Far apart a swamp could be. I mean, but he's still shipwrecked within it. So we save that guy. He kind of leads us onto a trail. We go and then we we go and we find the tree that kind of looks like a house. Yeah. And then we enter that. And he we... kind of leads you to it. Right. Yeah. He says, oh, there's this crazy bitch in the forest. Maybe. I don't know. Does he? Something like that. <laughs> sure. So we finally make it to, the, to where Humphrey is probably at. Yeah. As we look through the windows, we see his dead fucking body. Well, we know that his wife, he's looking for his wife, so we should probably find his wife. So we bust in there, and we see that his wife is now 
in the center, not in the center room, but on the back of the room, tied up, what appears to be tied up. And so we're sneaking, we're trying to get her free. And as we try to get her free, it's actually the the hag in disguise. And so we end up having to fucking fight the hag. She's running around. She's got secret hide passageways. She's dropping through floorboards and popping up in different locations. Right. And yeah. as we're going through her secret tunnels, we find that his wife is in there tied up. We free her, kill the hag, and then we get the fuck out of there. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a pretty fucked up mess that that hag got going on there. But uh, yeah, you guys free her enough and you bring that woman back to the Adventurer's Guild. Right. And she kind of... She's kind of struck by the fact that her husband just died. <laughs> yeah, she's a little bit... I mean, some might call it uh, PTSD <laughs> yeah. of some sorts. Like, she is completely at a loss for words, basically, at the time being. But leaving then to episode... 18. With... Madrill or... Pickle Fickle? Pickle Fickle. Or Pickle Glory. <laughs> or Pickle Glory. So Pickle Fickle on Instagram. Yep. And then Pickle Glory on Fickle, Twitter. Fickle Glory. Fickle Glory on Twitter. And she's going to be dropping some badass art for us here right around when this episode drops. Just a... Pretty close. So we'll have some badass art of Cypress and Madrill coming up. Um, And she's played quite a bit of times. She's amazing at role play. And it's been one of the funner episodes I've gotten to play, just getting to actually role play with someone and kind of bounce back and forth. And this was a great one. Um, and she did a little bit of DMing herself. She kind of knows how the how it goes. Yeah, you and her kind of you get you hang out in the camp for a bit in between your last mission, and you notice that the woman who you guys just rescued is kind of taken over the situation of a barmaid almost in some sense. It's, Every now and then, once you go up to get a beer, she seems to be there and beating people. She's still pretty standoffish and sad, clearly. But then all of a sudden, Yobar calls you for another quest. And that's when you get pulled together with Madrill. Madrill is a uh, southern badass. She kicks some ass. She kills some snakes. Right. And that's your guys' goal. Uh, what do you guys head out to do? Well, we've been tasked by Yobar to... There's rumors that there's a guard close by infiltrating the camp. And Yobar wants nothing to do with that. He wants to get that shit away from their their camp. They're independent. They want nothing to do with the Queen's... You don't want the Witten Empire within the marshes. Right. Yeah. So he's trying to get, okay, what information does this guy have? Why is he infiltrating us? So me and Madrill are tasked to go find that guy. We've got some information where he's, he may be. We go out there. Uh, we get some horses from Yobar. Or not from Yobar, but we kind of haggle our way to get some horses. And on our way there... We kill some snakes because we want some snake boots. Yep. Of course. I mean. And you find a you find some little snakes, and then you find a big snake. <laughs> <laughs> Madrill finds a big snake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we finally make it to the camp. There's some wagons and stuff to destroyed on the way there. Um, yeah. I turn myself invisible. I kind of do a spooky ghost thing again. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm here for this guy. <laughs> so, again, a lot of good role playing on that, on that episode of 18. It's a great one, yeah. So we end up killing those guys, uh, but we take in the leader back. We repair one of the ra wagons. Wagons. Uh, on the way back, we finally make it, and Madrill's kind of made a rapport or repertoire. How do you how would you say that fancy word? Uh, repertoire. That again? <laughs> <laughs> I no, yeah, me fucked up. Uh, repertoire. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. With um the guy we captured. Cannot remember his name. God damn it. But yeah. 
there's a lot of good conversations. Just fuck the role play in this mission. She is so good at it that it just like got me stoked. And I finally like, oh, there's finally someone that I can role play with. <laughs> like it was so nice. Yeah. And you guys kind of build in and she she kind of makes an embargo with them of we won't kill you if you give us the information within the Witten stronghold. And I mean, he's kind of in a place where he can't say no. Right. Cause we beat him almost to death. Yeah. He he's beaten almost to death. All of his friends are dead and he's been taken captive, but Yobar doesn't want to be involved with the Witten empire. So it's kind of like a hidden, like, look, you guys do what you have to do. And I'll stay to the side type of thing. Right. But then he takes him. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he dies. He kills him. He gets the information he wants, and then he's fucking yeah. dead. So that's where that episode ends. And we lead into episode... 19. That's right. Where we are joined by... Alex again. Or Jerry, or Bear... Bear fucking... Jerry Colgrath, or our good friend Alex, yeah. who... Like we mentioned before, is in our weekly campaign. Clearly paid a bunch, and he joins us uh, as a fresh recruit, almost. Yeah, as an adventurer's guild. Yeah. And so my idea was like, oh, we're going to go through a, go- a goblin thing again, but that's not what it is. So we travel on, we go, and we're a task to tra- uh, kill some gnolls, I believe. Lizard folk. Lizard folk. Kill some lizard folk in the swamp. And as we get there, it's more than we've bargained for. There is... A little bit. Yeah. There's a bunch of lizard folk around. There is a lizard folk with a pet giant frog just snapping at the bit. And so we're kind of trying to take it easy. We're not going in full force. We're trying to pick them off one at a time. But we get surrounded quick. There is more than I expected there to be. (laughs) We're fucking... It's quite a bit. yeah, Yeah. There's a lot of them. And... It is just chaos. We're getting killed, or we're getting fucking hit left and right. Alex end up, or Jerry, Colgrath, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> he end up getting fucking swallowed by a frog, right? He's trying to get out of this frog's yeah. clenches. Yeah. And w- while you're in the frog's clenches, he's getting poisoned, and as he dies, he's still poisoned, so he ends up dying there. And I'm sw- swamped by, like, five other... I mean, he, he took out the frog. He got out of it. Barely. Hit the frog. I killed the frog at the end. Yeah, the frog died, but, like, boy, was he swinging as he went down. And so, Yobar, so he had lost Jerry at some point. Yobar gave him a sword, and he said, you bring this sword back to me. Right. And, uh... So, I I, I turned myself invisible to (laughs) escape that whole mess. Yeah. I I just, I, I can't take on five lizard folk that just fucking murked my buddy my first fucking buddy that i ever had so i i just leave him i as sad as that is there's no other option i mean yeah i i didn't want the fight's too big right you guys bit off the the mission was not what it was supposed to be right yeah so i go back to colgrath bear stalker and i'm or not back to gold back to yobar i go back to yobar and i'm very upset that yeah. he sent us on a mission that is above what two men could have covered. Right. Yeah. For two new adventurers. For, yeah. I mean, you're somewhat experienced, but Colgrath is clearly fresh to the guild. Right. Just trying to make some money, get his life going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's some shit in there where he's, he sold his axe. He's 
done all this he's shit. He's just trying to make a living <laughs> yeah. at this point. He's had yeah. a rough patch after escaping yeah. the prison. And so I, I give Yobar some shit, and then that night ends, and I've kind of got some information on the previous episodes that uh, there's a bomb at the Witten Empire. Before I, before I left on this mission, I... I was talking to Yobar, and I'm sorry that this is just a convoluted mess. Oh, it's a mess. <laughs> but this is what you get with one If shot. you've listened this far, I love you. <laughs> so as I go back and I talk to Yobar, I'm a little upset with the fact that my friend just died. And a little backstory before that is that I, I talked to Yobar personally about like the mission I had that I heard that Noglov had some bombs that I was going to blow up the Witten Empire. And all that stuff, because he had his own thing going on, and I don't know if that makes sense at this point, but but it's there. That's the information you're gonna get. He learned it uh, a bit beforehand right. that like some goblin. So back with um, John Johnson, right? He had learned that a goblin underneath the city had been like stolen a pack of the city's bombs. Basically, he had taken control of them. So that's kind of the information that Cypress had had at that point. And that was before Jerry died, or Bear, Bear Colgrath Stalker. Yeah, you knew that, yeah. Before Colgrath died, you knew that Noglop had some, not necessarily Noglop, but you overheard that a goblin beneath the city had some fucking bomb stored. Right. And, I mean, trial of deduction, literally <laughs> Noglop. Right. <laughs> so, next episode, episode 20, I head back to... The Witten yeah. Empire. Your friend dies, and you make your way back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you head towards the Empire itself. Right, and I've gotten a horse from Through Yobar. Yobar. Yeah. He had lended you a horse, yeah. Right. So he lends me a horse. I make it back to the city. I am going now through the same tunnel that Leyland has helped me escape through. So I'm far away enough from the city that no one knows that I'm going to go through that tunnel. And then as... I go back, of course, I run into Noglob, because that's who I'm looking for, and he is, again, off the wire. That's what? Yeah. And it's been, <laughs> what, he was in December, and now we're in April Yeah, at this point? It's been months, but within the game, it's been weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to keep his character voice the same, but he's switching <laughs> all over the place. He does some Elmo shit. It's hilarious. Yeah. One of my other favorites. <laughs> So I'm running to him. He's talking about Charlie Sheen and all this shit. I don't know what the fuck's happening. I just know that this guy's got some black powder or some bombs. Up black in his... pepper. Yeah, black pepper is what he calls He's it. He's got a load of black pepper. Yep. Well, we go through some mission or we go through some trials and errors of escaping guards and he's just off the rails with the shit he's doing. He's now doing streams daily. Yeah. He's just off the rails. He's shitting on people's doorsteps, writing his name in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so we finally make it to his little secret hidey hole. As I get there, there's the black pepper that he's been talking about this whole mission. Well, of course, I've caught on early. It's the goddamn black powder. So he's got 22 barrels in there. I take one of the barrels, stab a hole into it, and then twist it all the way out through a hatch and set that bitch on fire. Yeah. Basically make a fuse. Yep. Leading towards 21 barrels <laughs> yes. of black powder. And that shit blows up. <laughs> Not how I expected it to. I fucked up. I uh, mean, imagine... So what I imagined as a DM, I'm just going to step in here. 
What I imagined is uh, Cypress would take a few of the barrels, kind of spread them out throughout some strategic positions, kind of placed around throughout the sewers, and uh, but instead he took one barrel, led it to a destination where he set it on fire, and then it blows up. And imagine 21 barrels of explosive blowing up underneath the ground and a sewer that causes quite a bit of an explosion. And when you're trapped in a space like that, the fire stays contained and the rumbling explodes within itself. So what happens next, Jacob? I fuck up the city. (laughs) I fuck up the city. There is the roads is fucking barreling through the concrete. The stone is just throwing up in the air. Just commotion is happening and, People are running and screaming everywhere. And I'm like, oh my god, this is the plan. I was just trying to blow up the fucking Witten Empire. I grab Nolglop. I fucking teleport myself out of the city. Just like, I, I fucked up big time on that one. The walls are collapsing. Yeah. It's, the cities are collapsing in on themselves. It's a like, big mess. So, I get the fuck <laughs> out of there with Nolglop. Again, Nolglop, the crazy bastard. I don't know why I try to save him. He tries to fucking try to stab me again. Yeah. And so I turn myself invisible, and I run off. Yeah. And that's where we end sessions 1 through 20. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) And we've gotten to a lot of detail in the first 10 episodes, and the last last 10, we rolled through. Yeah. (laughs) But that's where episode 20 ends, and that's our recap. A long recap. I thought this thing was going to be 45 minutes. No. Everybody out there, please follow our social medias like our shit if you really love the podcast please reach out during email not during (laughs) through email come join us i mean clearly you've learned by this point that we're welcome to anyone so don't feel nervous just come jump in we'll throw you into an episode we love you all thank you for listening this is one shot dungeons everyone have a kick-ass day thank you we did it Oh my god. Was that a good wrap up? <laughs> yeah, it was good. At- oh my god. <laughs> Fucking Christ. That was so long. <laughs> <laughs>